Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Ringmaster of the Shift Show. I'm just going to start by telling you guys my story, a um, little bit about how this podcast all came about. Um, it's really wild because I've been thinking about doing this for a couple of years now. Um, and it just didn't, like I was getting resistance around it and I didn't quite know what I wanted it to look like, what topic to focus on. And it all just kind of fell together in the last few days or week. Um, I was listening to another podcast and in the past I kind of stopped because I didn't know where to host the audio and like do all that kind of stuff. I'm technical, but I don't understand all of that. I reserved um, an Apple podcast like account, but I didn't go any further than that because I didn't know where to host the audio or I couldn't find like an easy app. And so I landed here after listening to somebody else's podcast through Apple Podcasts. So here we are because it all just came together beautifully. Um, and that's just evidence that these shifts have so much power can have so much power in anyone's life. If you're feeling stuck, the topics and the things that we're going to talk about in this podcast, I have no uh, no doubt will help you. So um, I hope you enjoy it. I, I want to highlight a huge shift, um, a huge like mantra that just came to be when I was 22 and found myself um, in a situation where I was basically going to be a single parent. Um, and so instead of, you know, initially I was really scared. I was nervous. I, but there was this underlying current of it's going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. I can handle this. You know, this can be done in a healthy way. Um, and so finding myself in those moments of extreme, like, unknown, not having any idea what the future holds. But there was something inside me, my intuition, that told me that everything was going to work out. Um, and so from that deep belief, and it's not that I didn't have days where I laid in bed. Um, I lived with my mom and my stepdad at that time. Um, there were nights that I laid in bed and just cried and listened to sad music. Like, that's the reality. We all, we all have those moments where it's really actually good to just kind of sit in the feels and let them happen. And then the power is the moment when you become aware that you're not your emotions and your thoughts that you actually have the power to change your thoughts and then therefore change your emotions because our emotions arise from our thoughts about certain situations and that was such a huge powerful shift for me and when I looked back I didn't even realize it was happening in the moment I looked back and I realized that this mantra this you know were these words that I lived by for so long are, are what got me through it. And it was that everything's going to work out. It always works out. <laughs> and so it 
was just really eye-opening looking back at it and realizing that that was something that a lot of people don't understand. They don't know. And when you don't know what you don't know, you just don't know it. And that's where we get stuck when we feel like life is happening to us and that we have no control over it. And I want to get that message out that we all have control over our reaction to situations. We can choose to act instead of react. We can choose and by all means, we're going to get angry. We're going to get the emotions. That stuff's going to happen. That shit's going to come up no matter how practiced you are in this whole, you know, mindset game or, you know, whatever you want to call it, becoming aware that you're still going to find yourself in situations where you react and, you know, you you're out of character and you need to kind of recenter yourself and come back and say, okay, like, who do I want to be in this moment? Where do I want to go from here? But it's been really um, eye-opening to realize that there are people who just don't know that we each possess this amazing power to become aware of ourselves, to become aware of our thoughts and emotions and that we are not our thoughts and emotions. When we can become, I listened to a podcast by uh, Andy Frisella and Wes, Wes Watson was his guest and um, they put it perfectly, become the observer because we're not our thoughts and emotions. We can become the observer and when we become the observer and we practice becoming the observer, we can observe our actions and our, our, our reactions always arise from our thoughts about a situation. The thoughts also determine the emotion. Um, and so when we assign really strong thoughts or strong emotions to situations, it really tends to determine our actions because that's where our actions come from. If we think a situation is horrible or negative or whatever, the actions that we're going to take from that are going to be aligned with that emotion of, or the thought that it's horrible and it's, you know, it's the worst situation we could ever be in and, you know, our emotions are high and, and so we're going to match that and our actions are going to follow that. They're going to be aligned with that. And sometimes that's good because it's truly, you know, those actions help us get out of a situation. Maybe it's truly dangerous and that's, great then, then that's serving us. But for the most part, it's not fight or flight. But our nervous system, when we don't practice this and we're not becoming aware on a consistent basis, the more you practice it, the better you get. But when you're unaware that you can become aware, our nervous system, there's like no control. We just react and we don't even, sometimes we look back and we're like, why did I react that way? You know, but it might be a week later that we finally calm down when we can lower that like refractory period. One t- somewhere I read, or, or actually I've seen this multiple times, but 17 seconds. The quicker you can bounce back from an extreme, you know, a reaction or a, a nervous system, like your body's in fight or flight and you're not even being attacked by like a tiger anymore but that's what our nervous system and our bodies were designed for true fight or flight when we're in danger and I'm sure 
you guys can relate to, I'm sure at least one time in your life, you've thought, oh my God, like my heart's racing. I'm, it, it, why am I reacting this way? This isn't even like true fight or flight, right? For me, one of those examples was, this is so ironic because I'm doing this podcast right now and I really have no problem talking to people. I love it. But I used to be so, so nervous and afraid to stand up in front of people and speak. Um, Especially, I can remember very vividly, um, my English, my speech class um, in high school. And just, I got up with my little paper. I was pretty good at writing and, you know, all that kind of thing. But getting up in front of people and even delivering any kind of speech short, long, whatever, even if it was all written down word for word, made me so nervous. I would shake uncontrollably. My palms would get sweaty. My, my, um, like, I was just so nervous. You could, you could see it. I felt like the whole room could see my body trembling uncontrollably. Um, and it was, embarrassing. Um, Maybe nobody even noticed it. (laughs) But for me, the emotions and the thoughts that created those emotions were so intense. And then, funny story, (laughs) that was high school around like sophomore year. When I graduated, we had a class, you have to understand, we, we did graduation in, to me this was normal. Okay, later when I was married, as when after I got married, me and my husband went to um, the graduation of a, a cousin's son who only had like twenty five people in his class, and so that that was really cool. They were so close, and everybody knew each other. But for me, it was normal to have six hundred some kids in my graduating class, and to have graduation at um, you know like a venue, so three thousand people in the audience. I decided to switch my shoes right before, not right before, but before we got in line. And so, um, you know, because everybody sees your shoes under your gown. That was the silliest thing that I did. <laughs> but anyway, I changed my shoes before I got in line. You know, they're reading names off. And I'm walking across the stage. And I don't know if you've ever been on stage, but when you look out and all those lights are on you and it's just like, if you're already nervous getting up in front of people, even walking on a stage will cause you extreme anxiety. And so um, I didn't have to say anything to people. So I wasn't quite as nervous, but glancing that way was like, whoa. And I think that in that moment, like I can still see it so vividly in my mind right now. Glancing out is what, made me lose focus for a half a second and I tripped on like a cord that I'm sure they covered it with tape and everything but I tripped and let me tell you (laughs) it is the loudest thing to hear now I didn't actually fall and hit the ground but I tripped and it was obviously noticeable because 3,000 people in the in that venue that auditorium went (gasps) all at the same time and it was the most embarrassing thing ever but at that moment I also kind of came out of that like you know uh what's the movie this is from but you know but did you die no I didn't 
it's all good. Like, I was shaking trying to find the stairs and, you know, I shook the hand of um, the principal and everything and whatever, got my fake diploma because they don't put the real one in until later you get that mailed to you. Uh, <laughs> hey, disappointment. Um, but anyway, I found the stairs, you know, it was over. It's all, all good. And I didn't fall and hit the ground. So that was great. That was a win. Um, that was one of those moments in my life that I can remember that I think a little part of my pride died in a good way. Like, who cares? You know, like, <laughs> really? But did you die? Like, no, we, you, you survived. Like, it was embarrassing, but you survived. Um, but it's really interesting how 3,000 people saying <gasps> at the same time just like echoes in your brain for years to come. Um, but again, like these little moments are kind of what they definitely shape how we deal with things later. Um, and so what I realized in observe becoming the observer of my body in those during those times was and also reading like I will google anything no shame I'll dig through pages I won't take the first few results like I'll dig through information and read and learn I'm just a really I'm a really curious person by nature and I love that I'm fascinated by a lot of different topics I've learned that that's a strength um it's not a hindrance. It's actually a big strength to be really curious and open to learning and evolving um, and growing. Um, and it's also part of why I'm doing this podcast to transcend myself and share all this knowledge and these things that I've learned that have helped me grow and helped me achieve what I have so far in life. Um, so where the heck was I? Um, back to these moments helping us grow and becoming aware of my body, becoming aware of the physiological things, the physical things that were happening in my body at those moments when I experienced extreme anxiety. And I talked about my palms getting sweaty, my heart would race, my voice would get shaky. And um, as I lose my trains of thought here sometimes, I get nervous. I'm telling you right now, like as I do this, it still happens. We have to catch ourselves and we practice it. But I've learned so I, I can recover so much quicker now. And one of the big things that has helped me has just been deep breathing. When you force yourself to just stop and take in, slow everything down. Because in those moments when you're anxious or you're feeling like a physical anxiety, the body is out of our control. So if we become aware that we are not in control, our parasympathetic, I believe is the right word, nervous system, it's just kicking in and it's automatic. I could be wrong if I might've used the wrong term, but it's the automatic you know, response from our body. And what we need to do, the most helpful thing to do is to consciously, as soon as you become aware of that, you are conscious. And in that moment, you can force your body to, you know, you can take in a deep, slow breath and then let it out slow. And quite frankly, doing that multiple times, um, when I, so I, decided to 
join a company and do parties. And this, I know this sounds random, but one of the first times I truly felt like I overcame public speaking was doing these parties and I was a presenter for the product I was selling. And so I remember thinking though, also another mantra that's helped me and we'll explore these like more, but is I can do anything. I am capable of overcoming whatever comes my way. And the more I learn about it and I learn why and how things work, the better I'm able to overcome it, which is also why I'm a very curious person by nature because that has grown my confidence. When I become curious and I learn and I practice, it grows my confidence because I realize that I am in control. I can create, you know, the life, the opportunities, those things that I want to see in my life. Um, Radical ownership, another concept I'd love to discuss on this podcast. We will. Um, But again, in that moment, like I really wanted to... um, to join this opportunity. And so, but what initially held me back is it was big on these in-person presentations and they're super fun. Like, so the fact that they're super fun and they're an awesome topic is why I jumped in and told myself, you know what, this, I, I think I can do this. Like if it was a really dry topic, I could, I couldn't do it. If this, I think I could do it. And a lot of people were like, you know what? You're going to start practicing your like presentation and people are going to start cracking up at what you're saying because it's so much fun. And I promise you the minute that they start laughing, it will ease your fears. And when I got up and I had my note cards, I did prepare. Um, I don't like being buried in in text, so I like, or like, you know, notes. So I just made postcards with like topics so that I did, I stayed on topic. Um, but I started my presentation. I was tense. I was, you know, I was nervous. I was shaking, but not as bad as I had before in high school, because by then I had practiced a little bit. I'd had opportunities to stand up before. And so slowly I was growing that muscle of becoming comfortable you know, speaking in front of people. And, but still, it was still there. And I went ahead and just, I took a deep breath. I delivered (laughs) one of the jokes or kind of one-liners that um, was shared with me was popular at these presentations. And lo and behold, everybody was cracking up. I was laughing because it was still funny. And even though I'd practiced it so many times and it just, it, that was a, another moment in time. I can remember what the living room looked like, you know, and how everybody was kind of arranged in the room and me standing up there from my perspective. And it just, the entire, like any amount of nervousness left my body. And so I say that and I tell you that story because you can overcome anything. You can. And the first step becomes aware is becoming aware and becoming the observer and knowing, just knowing. Like if there's any message I want you to take from this particular episode, it's just knowing that you can 
do it. You, you have the power inside yourself. No matter what anyone has told you in the past, I don't care. I'm giving you, you don't need my permission. You need your permission. But I know that this has helped me in the past. So I give you permission if no one else has before. You are worthy and you have permission to become aware and not be that same person. You know, people say, oh, you've changed. You're not the same person. That's the whole point. Like, that's the whole freaking point. Like, if you, if I'm the same person I was 20 years ago, then I failed. Then I have not become a student of life. Then I've not grown. You know, I haven't done my job. We're human beings. We're here to just be. We are already fulfilling our purpose. But part of being a human being is always wanting more. Um, but with that becomes respons- comes responsibility. And it's to grow. The more we can impact others' lives, the more, you know, the more we grow, the more we can impact others' lives. The more we can impact others' lives for the positive, for the better, help them grow, pass on these things that we've learned, the better society will be as a whole. And this is why I started this podcast. I wanted deeper conversations. I got tired of 2D social media. Social media is great. It has done some really great things. I laugh. I freaking love memes. Um, (laughs) I am sarcastic, dry humored. Um, But there's an element of the social media that's 2D. You're scrolling a screen. There's only so much somebody can say in a post. You don't hear their intention behind their voice. And that is what drove me freaking nuts. I got pretty good at writing for social media, you know, formatting things so it's easy to read, coming up with the right words. And and I know that a lot of the content that I've put out, people have come to me over and over and say, like, you're really inspiring. Thank you so much. I really needed this today and all that. And, And for that, I am so glad. And I'm very grateful that, you know, other people have found value in what I put out there. Um, But also, over the years, I felt so drawn to having conversations like this, like deeper conversations. Um, I'm working on bringing some amazing guests on that, you know, who we can have conversations together and talk about different things. Make it 3D. Like, it's a whole different thing when you meet somebody in person than when you've seen them online, right? Even just the power of voice and having conversations that are 3D because you can hear the tone, you can hear someone's, you know, intent, you can feel their vibe behind that. It's like video, Um, but I kind of like just the voice because we're not distracted by the picture and we can make our own pictures and we can, you know, use our own imagination as we hear these stories, so... Thank you so much for tuning in to this first episode and I hope you really enjoy the ones to come.